Welcome back to 10,000 Tacos. I'm your host, Isidro Salas. Thanks again for joining us. 10,000 Tacos is a podcast about stories and experiences around a truck. A truck that helped shape the person that I am today. In our last episode, we said we were going to be talking about carne asada. So today on the show, we're going to be talking about, more specifically, what carne asada means to me. Carne asada was the most popular taco we sold back when we had the truck. We sold a bunch of them. Now, it, it truly was the meat of our sales. Get it? The meat. Yeah. Moving on. Now, there weren't any analytics. I mean, there were analytics. I'm sure some companies used it. But for us, we didn't use analytics. Um, We didn't use spreadsheets. No Abla Excel was pretty popular back then because we didn't have Excel to use spreadsheets on how to measure these things. We didn't have an accounting software to help us identify where our sale trends were, right? But we just had a hunch. We went with our gut. We just knew because a lot of people would order them. Carne asada tacos. So I'm surprised when when I'm talking to people that especially people ask me, oh, you have a podcast. What's it about? It's about tacos. And oh, you know, their face lights up. And I'm surprised when people think that hard shell with ground beef is a taco. It, it, It is surprising to me. Now... I was in Southern California recently, and I bumped into a guy who told me a story about his taco experience, especially growing up. He said that his mom never let them eat tacos when they were young because she almost choked on a piece of the hard shell that got stuck on her throat. And so she forbade them. She said, no, none of you guys are ever going to eat this. So he didn't eat tacos while he was growing up. And it wasn't until he got married way later on in life and that uh, his wife introduced him to tacos because his wife loved tacos, not surprisingly. You know, that that might be something to look after. Most wives love tacos. I'm going to find out. But anyway, so he was telling me that that's when his wife introduced him to real tacos. And he called them soft tacos. So from his story and several other people that I've come across that there's a debate going on. What is a real taco? Ground beef, hard shell or carne asada, soft tortilla? Well, what do you guys think? When I, uh, when asked, of course, what is the real thing? I always say the soft tacos. Actually, I don't even, I don't even like to say soft tacos, soft tortillas because it's just tacos, right? It's just real tacos are tacos with a tortilla and and the meat. It's not ground beef and a hard shell tortilla. I don't even know if you could call it a tortilla. So I knew that that approach was not going to be good. I wanted to take a different approach. And you know, look, you know, I am an equal opportunity podcast. And I wanted to give carne asada its fair share. I think that the taco gods have chosen me, so I'm going to represent the carne asada. I hope I don't get people upset. And if I do get you upset, 
comments at 10ktacos.com. But but I really, really thought about this episode because, you know, there are if there are some people out there that have been deprived of real tacos, this is for you. Hopefully this gets you on that journey. And if you know somebody that has been deprived, help them out by letting them know about this podcast. I'm just saying. Carne asada literally translates to roasted meat. Now, if you take that logic, then any meat on a grill is carne asada, right? You take chicken, it's a meat, you put on a grill, carne asada. Wrong. What about pork? Put that on a grill, carne asada. Wrong. Carnitas. What about lamb? Bah! Wrong. When we say carne asada, it is referring to beef. Typically, it's made with a skirt steak or a flank steak, but mostly skirt steak. In all the years that I remember making tacos, we would make the carne asada or we would grill it on a comal that, would, that sat in the back of the truck. Most places that I go to that I frequent they make their carne asada with a skirt steak uh, some of my favorite spots right they just put a simple salt pepper garlic and throw that thing on fire and it cooks fast because it's a thin cut and some other places they they'll marinate the meat with just fresh onion salt pepper and a little bit of garlic and this one place that i really really like they cook it right in front of you or three tacos de carne asada they pull out as many of the uh skirt steak that that you'll need to make that and it makes for an awesome awesome taco The other thing that I wanted to share is what carne asada means to me. And again, most of my experience comes from a truck. I'm not a taco expert, although having over 10,000 hours making tacos and certainly eating over 25,000 tacos in my life. Yes, that might make me an expert, but no, I'm not. I'm not a scholar. I just know what I know in all my years in making them. So I was talking to one of my good friends who just seemed to know everything. I mean, this guy knows everything. Every time I ask him a question, boom, spits out all these things within seconds. Like you can, you could see how many seconds his name is Google and he's amazing, truly amazing. Right. But I asked him one day, I was like, "Hmm, what do you think about carne asada? And he of course came up with all these recipes and all these things and these places to find them. But I scrolled down a little bit further and I saw that something stuck out of me that carne asada is a social gathering. And that made me think about my experience. And I'd heard that before in the past. I'd heard people say, hey, uh, come on over, have some carne asada. And I thought it was carne asada. No, no, it, it means like in English, it's come on over and barbecue, you, you know, but you know, when you're here, let's come on over. I'm going to have a barbecue. You don't know what they're going to cook. You just know it's barbecue. And it's going to be good. But carne asada has a similar meaning to that. It's a social gathering. And that made sense to me. 
I remember when we were out selling, you know, on that busy corner in East San Jose, sometimes my friends would come over. They would just not come over to eat. They would also come over to hang out and kick back for a while and conversate and just, you know, shoot the, the breeze. One of the, again, one of the reasons why I hated selling tacos on the weekends is because I wanted to join my friends. I just thought, man, I used to see, of course, hanging out and eating food, but then when they were done, after a few hours, they'd hop on their cars and go cruising, or they would go to a party, and, you know, they would go down Santa Clara Street to downtown San Jose, or they would go down King Road, King and Story, or down Tully Road by this Carl's Jr. parking lot. You, you know, those of you who, who grew up back then, you know what I'm talking about. And that's why I hated it because I was like, oh, I want to join them, I want to hang out with them. And sometimes I did. That's that's how I knew it was fun. But on other occasions, you know, when we were sitting there, it could be just my brother and I, and we were sitting in the truck waiting for customers to come. Because there were times, especially in early evening, where you could go half hour without serving anybody. So sometimes friends would come over and I'd open the side of the truck. They'd come in and hang out. And then when customers came, of course, we had to break that conversation and I'd go serve them, right? But sometimes my friends would say, hey, you know, let me help you. So they'd wash their hands on the sink and would join that little prep area and they would help out serving. And I thought that was cool. That was fun for them, I hope. On top of that, when we were selling tacos, I started noticing, now that I'm looking back, when did I start learning how to be like a customer service? Well, that's where it came from because I would be, how can I help you? We just knew that, that, that customers paid our bills. So we had to greet them well, right? How can I help you? Con que le puedo ayudar? A sus órdenes. It's what you do, right? What carne asada means to me, besides the social gathering, I started looking back and and I kept going back to the thing of what was important. Carne asada. Because it was our most popular, we sold a lot of it. My parents were very good at it. They made it awesome. And you know, my brother just reminded me this the other day. He complimented me on the podcast, which which was very special because as many of you know, when Mexican families don't really compliment each other that often. <laughs> but he was telling me, he liked it. But he told me that he has yet to taste the taco as good as my parents used to make them and that was very special but anyway carne asada tacos helped our family stay close like we are a very close family today because of carne asada because we were out there selling for that amount of time you know my parents they're they're nearing 50 years together and that's very special you don't see that a lot for most of those years they worked side by side now i'm not saying that it's because of carne asada but that was a special thing. They worked side by side. And in relationship to me, I got an opportunity to work side by side with my siblings. Now, I didn't know it at the time, but that's, that plays a crucial role today because I'm, I, our, our siblings were pretty close. We got to grow up together by selling carne asada.
it a social gathering? It's more than a social gathering. It's you ha- hanging out with people that you love. And in the truck, that's what we were doing. Of course, we were selling and we were making tacos, but we were hanging out. We were growing up together. And I realized how special that is to get along with your siblings. Yes, yes. As we've gotten older, some of us have differences in things. And sometimes that causes a disagreement and argument. But we get past it. I remember when I was working uh, for this one spot, I'm not going to say where. I had a co-worker uh, in his mid-50s who, who told me about his father passing away. And as sad as that was. But he also mentioned as the family was coming together, he, he told me that he, he saw his sister for the first time in 25 years. That I, they hadn't spoken in 25 years. And I thought, wow, that is sad. Regardless of the circumstances behind that, that's just sad. I, I almost wish that they got to grow up with carne asada so they wouldn't have to go through that. And so that's what carne asada means to me. It's more than a social gathering. It's how I grew up and to be fortunate to still have a strong relationship with my family. So I'll leave you with a taco. Since we're talking about carne asada. When life throws you a cow. Make carne asada. That is all for now. Thanks again for joining us. Please, please, please pass along this episode. If you like the show, pass it on to others. Please help me spread it out. But until then, I'm Isidro Salas, and this is 10,000 Tacos.